up, sports fans, and welcome back to Low Expectations, the Gruder Golf Podcast, brought to you by the No Laying Up Podcast Network. And tonight, the band is back together, ladies. You've got Haley in the house. What's up? <laughs> I was trying to match and her energy, Kiki. but it didn't work. <laughs> Good evening. I really am personally very excited to be back recording with the both of you. I've missed this. is this. our back-to-school special. Yeah, we need it. We we did. We I mean, it's it. been it's been what like a six the whole weeks summer thing. The, the whole, whole summer. Su- wow. Yeah, since the three of us wow. were together on on this thing. Yeah, wow. on this thing. <laughs> on this on this thing. thing? <laughs> oh, click this well, link and ended up on this thing. Well, it's like I, I've seen you guys. <laughs> that's in person. Pr- that's proving. That's proving how long it's been. No, I've se- I, I said that because we've seen each other in person, and uh, I was just with Jenny all last weekend yeah true true well and that's the other reason why i'm really excited because i was really getting a kick out of the coverage the gruder on the ground coverage and i just can't wait to hear about it there was a lot to cover and not all of it golf let's just say obviously (laughs) mostly just cincinnati just the overall vibe we want to be sponsored by the, the local city tourism boards. I think that's a new angle for us to explore. Ooh, that's a good idea. Right? Because I feel like that's mostly what we focus on anyway. It's like, oh, planning a vacation to Cincinnati. Like, here's there are really so many things to do. I mean, it's on Jen's shortlist for a bachelorette now. I'm shortlisting is for the it? bachelorette. I, I mean, might as well. I mean, the list All is pretty long, trip to Cancun or Cincinnati. I've put Myrtle Beach on the list, too. But, like, I think Nick is doing that. And I don't want to copy him, obviously. But I thought of that first, I think, years ago when Eastbound and Down came out. But, yeah, basically Cincinnati or Cancun at this point. That's the short list. Or Detroit. I've always wanted to go to Detroit. Honestly, just going to Jen, uh, going with Jen to Midwestern cities and seeing her experience these cities through her eyes is really quite special. So I I do feel like there's (laughs) a world where we can monetize that. It's like, it's amazing out there, you know, because it's it's familiar, but it's exotic. And it reminds me of like what, like (laughs) what just like people think of when they think of like America, you know, like you're looking around, you got like. So neighborhoods with houses, you get to neighborhoods with big buildings. I guess that's every city, but but man, yeah, there was a, like a really rollicking downtown. I would say a downtown was crazy. Bumping. I almost said lit. Well, but I want to hear. I mean, about. it looks like you guys got pretty lit. <laughs> okay, so the first thing. So should <laughs> okay. we give you? Should we give you the rundown of of yes. the trip? Um, yes. Yeah, because I haven't really gotten to. I, I like. I still need to. Well, why don't you tell the listeners everything. what you were doing there? Okay, so first of all, listeners, um, so Haley and I journeyed down to the Queen City Championship in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Cincinnati, Cincinnati. I kept saying Cleveland. <laughs> I kept saying like Cleveland, Toledo, like just <laughs> rattling off different. So it was in Cincinnati, <laughs> the Queen City. Um, and so we went down there. We stayed downtown and we went to the tournament on Saturday and Sunday. Um, and it was a blast on Friday night. We just like painted the town red. I got in probably about like an hour before Haley. So I hung out at the Outback Steakhouse and in the airport, were really friendly. I, in the airport. Yeah. Yeah. In the airport. That's an important um, aspect. Update. They don't have bloomin' onions anymore. It's onion petals. So it's like a deconstructed bloomin' onion. But were you wearing that? Were you wearing that plaid that 
outfit yeah. at the Outback Steakhouse in the airport. <laughs> Wait, not plaid, plaid outfit. It was the Ariana Grande concert t-shirt. T-shirt. Oh, no. I'm talking about whatever long sleeve top and bottom matching checkered black and white outfit you oh. were wearing. Oh, no, I did not wear that to the airport. I could have, though. That probably would have been a better option. But I was in a real rush getting to the airport, obviously. Um, just like it was a weird – Haley and I talked about this. My flight was at like one twenty-five, right? Which you think of as the afternoon, but it's really the late morning. Yeah. You do all the math yeah. about how getting there and whatever. And I keep forgetting that my suitcase had broken. The, the handle on it was broken. So in an effort to get myself to just buy a new one, I just threw it out. So I went to pack at eleven <laughs> thirty, and I had no suitcase whatsoever. So, except I didn't want to check one, so I only had a bigger one. So, had to run to TJ Maxx, get a brand new one, um, you know, race home, shove everything in it, um, and then, you know, my flight was boarding at like twelve forty-five, and I left my house at twelve twenty-one, and I was like sweating, which was part of the reason I wore the shorts on the plane because I was running around in my joggers, and then I really I just, distinct groups of people. Those exact times. <laughs> of, of, I mean, of her Friday the times commute. are really the whole thing. <laughs> I know, but I those times are just burned in my memory. I heard you say them so many times. <laughs> Everyone knows exactly. I couldn't believe it. I really thought like, you know, I cut it close, but I was like, when you cut you it that close, you're like, it? this is the time when. No, I couldn't believe that I made it, you know? Why couldn't you there, believe any of that? <laughs> Because it only took me 20 minutes, like front door of my house to sitting at the gate. I could have, I had time to like get a water and get a yogurt, which was a weird thing to eat oh on the plane, God. I think. That, Do you guys, that was how would you feel? Story. I know, I know. I just remembered it actually. Cause I was like, oh, I had time I, in there. I would be disgusted if someone opened a yogurt near me. Sorry. Would you? I Why? I realized that something about like yogurt is a little like gross the to the eat. dairy public. smell and it's like a little sour smelling. It's not a plain strawberry though. We're even worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, you hate strawberries. <laughs> Haley is on record as hating strawberries, and I could not bring them up to her more often. I don't bring them up to anybody else. <laughs> you constantly troll me. With it's part of your haunting. It is part of me being haunted by. So yeah, I ate like a yogurt on okay, there. Okay, all right. So Alp- okay, so the Outback. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't made it very far in the story. This this might not be the tight forty minutes that we anticipated. Um, so I was at the Outback Steakhouse. Uh, got like you know a couple beers, <laughs> onion petals. Sat next to this woman that everybody who was in there, like they were on their way out of the airport, which makes sense. But like this woman next to me was. Uh, like five beers deep. And she told me, and she was like, oh my God, if, if I stay here for five more minutes, I'm going to do a tequila shot. And I was like, why? <laughs> but she also, Haley saw the note of things that she was telling me, like suggestions. She's like, oh, I've been here for two weeks for work. And I was like, what do you do for work? And she's like, I send emails. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so does so everyone. either she works for something really secret or she was just drunk. Um, but the two things that she like told me to write down where Kung food, um, which is apparently some sort of Asian fusion place. And then just strip chili. That was the other, the other <laughs> note that she gave me just chili. And I was like, okay, I'll keep my eyes peeled for that. Um, so she was cool. But it wasn't and skyline then, yeah, Haley, chili, right? She just said chili. I don't even, maybe she meant skyline chili, but like, I, who knows? Honestly, it's, a, we'll never know. We'll never have any idea. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, so then okay, so that was the Thursday. Hotel, no, that was Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah, we went on Friday. Friday, Friday afternoon. Okay. Friday afternoon. Okay. Um, right downtown hotel room was really big. It was like gigantic. So I had plenty of room to do my thing, spread out, dump Great. everything I own on the floor. That's nice for you, Haley. <laughs> it was she had a lot Haley of room. Plenty to work room. With. It was uh, it truly was the biggest hotel room I've ever stayed in. Unnecessarily big, actually poor planning, I would say. A bad use of space. We were co- we were commenting on the architecture the entire weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a weird of the hotel weird room. Yeah, everywhere, really. Okay, so anyway, you went out Friday night. Anyway, then we went out, you know, and I had made a list. So I had made a list of only speakeasies because I had heard that there were a lot of speakeasies in Cincinnati, which is true, but we actually didn't go to any of them. We went to one place that was supposed to have one in the alley as kind of like just like a warm-up. So we got a drink there and a soft pretzel, obviously. It was called The Blind Pig. I also thought Haley would like that name. Which, did you like the name? I did like that yeah. name. Yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, just making sure, <laughs> just making sure that you liked it, um, went there and then we went to get dinner in over the Rhine, which is like the hip area, OTR as the locals call it, um, at this place Salazar, which the food there was really good. There was a lot of like farm to table going on in Cincinnati. Yeah. Mm. And it was a cool, um, it was a cool setup because it was, um, it was like a corner restaurant and we sat outside. That was like an inside outside bar. So Jen and I were just at like a bar type of seating outside on the patio looking into the restaurant. And um, I yeah. really enjoyed that. Could peek right into the kitchen. You're watching the chefs make a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very the bear. Wow. Very yeah. the bear. So it was cool. Um, then we swung across the street to this bar that had a fish tank in the very middle of it. Um, so that was a cool experience. Probably could have skipped cool that one looking um, back. Yeah, but that was that was just like a that was a breather. Like that was actually turns out calm before the storm, really. It was, and it was necessary because there was a lot of hullabaloo over there. So that was like the energy boost that we needed because dinner was very yeah. calm. And so, it and we took those um, but... scooters. We took the lime scooters too, which I oh, thought was really God, fun. Yeah. A little bit dangerous, but fun. <laughs> I thought <laughs> could have gone really poorly. I kept thinking that the whole time we were doing them. Jen took it very seriously. Like I feel like you were very focused the whole time, which I was happy to see. Um, yeah, but yeah, turns out though they're not that cost effective. It took us eight dollars worth of scootering to get to dinner for each of us. Yeah, each. Which I I thought they huh. were like yeah two. And we went like a mile or something. Anywhere. Not even. Yeah, we would have walked. That's as expensive as an Uber. More expensive. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I was I was taking it seriously, Haley, because I kept thinking to myself, I was like, if I, like, break something, I'm going to feel really <laughs> stupid. Also, I was wearing that checkered outfit. Um, so for the listeners, in case you didn't see our Instagram story, um, I got this plissé set that is, like, black and white checkerboard. It kind of looks like a, like a floor a little bit. And so it's top and bottom yeah, it matching. It looks like a kitchen it packs a punch. floor. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um it's you can't miss it really. Got got a lot of compliments on it though in Cincinnati. People liked it. Left and right, everybody loved it. There's only I only one got made fun of one time. It. Yeah, which we'll get to in a little bit here. Ew, yeah. Who trolled it? He comes up and he like this was the very end of the night. We were literally leaving. We were closing our tabs, and um this like little man comes up and like sidles up like next to me goes like. So who won the race? I was just like, what are you talking about? But he <laughs> Wait, mentioned that it looked like a flag. 
So like I actually think actually, that, pretty is, funny. that was it was like pretty funny. The only thing was that it he actually is. looked like a troll. Like he himself was a troll yeah. physically. Um but the the actual troll, the verbal troll was pretty good. Yeah, it was that a good, good troll. Good joke. But then we got stuck talking to him and his friend who was just blowing vape clouds in Haley's face. At that point <laughs> of the night, I was like, this is over. Like, I'm, and then I yeah. looked around and we're at this club, like, literal club. And I'm like, we are the oldest people in here by 10 years. We have to leave. I didn't notice that at all. I <laughs> did not okay. occur to me. Okay, we're kind of jumping around a little bit. I hope that's okay. Another weird thing, though, that I noticed at the same time was that all the boys in Cincinnati have mustaches. Yes, yes. You I think really they all, freaked out by that. I think they all lost their fantasy football leagues last year. That's what I think. Because we went into this wine bar to go to the bathroom. Every every young man in there had a mustache. And I thought it was it really crazy. Sort of bet that they all lost. It was freaky. That is kind of odd. But it yeah, like also everybody. in Cincinnati, it's also very early 2010s in Cincinnati. Like that's sort of like the era that they're in right now. So I think mustaches are also just in style for them. So that might be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I mean, even like mustaches, like farm to table, you know, all these things, like everything feels new in Cincinnati, you know? <laughs> Vaping. Like everything's farm to Vaping table now for the most part. But like it felt new. It felt fresh, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And <laughs> I forgot. Speaking of things feeling fresh, the first bar we go into, so I'm wearing this fucking suit, and we, oh we walk up to the bar. We're like, okay, let's just get a drink here, and we'll figure out, like, where to go eat. This is the blind pig. And I'm like, oh, can I get a tequila soda, please? And it was, it was like, like record cut. Like, like, everyone turns and is like, did she just say tequila soda? <laughs> it was like, you could And what the was the issue? Place. They what just thought the it was issue? never that. heard of it. They thought that was, thought it was a crazy thing to get. And yes. I was like, oh, yeah, like they're pretty popular. They're like, no, they're not. And I was like, they actually <laughs> are. Like they come in cans now. Like I thought that was like the true sign of the times. But um, yeah, so everyone was very surprised at that. And then the guy came over who had been like, tequila soda. And then he, he comes over while we're eating a soft pretzel and he goes, he was like, ah, you're still drinking that tequila soda? I got one. And I was like, oh, what'd you think? He goes, disgusting. And I was like, okay, well, I influenced you. So. <laughs> And just kept walking. That's all I care about. Yeah. He like said this he as like, he was disgusting. walking by. Like did not stop to talk. Just like said it in passing. <laughs> Dropped the comment as he was going. Oh, wow. All right. So then the next day you actually went to the tournament. Yeah. But a little yeah. bit late to be yeah. fair. To be fair, we, we were there. running a little bit late. Um, we slept until 10. My phone had died the night before too. Like I had but not. Hey, and then I didn't we've charge We've been overnight. to enough of these now that – all the action happens in the afternoon. You don't need yeah, to get and there. Like, it's early. too long of a day to be there literally all day, you know. Um, and I will say, so if we're if we're moving on to kind of like course and you know all the the tournament itself, the reason the reason why we were there, um, it was like a little bit confusing. Again, I mean, is it every tournament that has like no service out in the course? Is it just because there are like too many things Seems going on? that way? It must like be. maybe they're just taking up too much signal. All the bigger bigger fish because I never have any service and obviously with the smaller tournaments you don't have the little ear thing so it was I mean yeah. never knew what it's was going on. It's hard to know yeah. Well also we yeah had, so like wasn't, wasn't really, really sure. We didn't know what was going yeah. on we also didn't know where to go because the course was set up in a very confusing manner there are two 18 hole courses at this country club very cool but 
we're pretty positive or it's confirmed that they rerouted like they basically Frankenstein the two courses to make the 18 hole loop yeah. for the tournament. It's a great um, term. <laughs> thank you. And um, the way that they set it up was weird though. Cause you basically were like crisscrossing over the main road that you took to come into the, the club. You're crisscrossing uh, over that road all day long. So as opposed to having like, you know, not like first nine on one side, back nine on the other, it was just all jumbled around. So made yeah. for a very, hard uh environment to really follow anything yeah yeah and you know because we didn't have like we didn't have like ropes or anything not that it really mattered because it was pretty easy to get around anyway but i really do think like unless you're following somebody like specifically the entire time like from you catch them in a hall and you keep going like it's so hard to know where you are if you never walk the course in the like in the way that it's played um you know, so we never did that. So that I think, you know, but honestly, there were so many fun things to do that we got a little sidetracked. Haley, I didn't even look up those, um, those photos yet. The yingling photos, there was a little photo oh booth God. that you could take and you could send yourself a picture, um, in front of this like bus right with now. like wings on it or something. So we've got some pretty funny, um, pictures of that. There was obviously a graders ice cream truck, which Kiki, are you familiar with graders? Have you ever had it? I I have had it, I think, maybe only once, but we've talked about this because it's so very close to my last name. Exactly. Yes. I think it would be a great partnership. Um, it's really yeah. good stuff, I think. Um, there are some that think it's a little bit overrated, but I'm going to go ahead and disagree Haley. with them because I ordered two pints of it. Um, no, not Haley, actually. No, not me. Uh, I grew, I grew up Solly in the was Ga- like Gabby's dad graders always overrated. had like 12 pints of graders in the freezer. I when it, as it, dad. we both said that we were going to order the graders, but then Haley fell asleep on Saturday night. So two <laughs> pints of graders were sent to, and they didn't bring them up to the hotel room, which was annoying because then I had to go down and get it, um, which is kind of like in the lobby. Yeah. And then they didn't have spoons. I had to go to the bar and ask for like spoons. And for some <laughs> reason I got like self-conscious and I asked for three. Even though, like, it was in a brown paper bag, like nobody could see Jen what was in, in the bag. Was in absolute panic on Saturday night. I, I was like cross-eyed, falling asleep <laughs> as it was, and she's like, "All right, I'm ordering ice cream." And uh, the panic really ensued when uh, you called down to the front desk and like didn't ask them to bring it up. Which I guess. Oh yeah, I was like, "Oh, did, did like some ice cream arrive like on delivery?" And they were like, "Yeah," and I was like, <laughs> and I waited a tick to see like if they were like, "We'll send it right up," and they didn't. So I was just, like. All right, cool. Um, so should I come down to get it? And they're like, probably, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then two two guys at the bar like turn. They're like, "What's in the bag?" And I was like, "Ice cream." They're like, "Nice." I was like, "Yeah." I yeah. did not know that happened. Um, so I had a few few spoonfuls of that, and then I also fell asleep because it, it was like this had to be like ten thirty. Also, we're it was day so one, early on Saturday. Passed right out. We had like a nice dinner at five. Yeah, well, because it's, it's a long day. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, we should get to the dinner. But so when we got there on Saturday, um, I'm trying to think golf-wise what was going on or, like, what our even goal was. I think we were trying to find Lauren Coughlin. Um, yes. Who had, she had been afternoon tea time. So – oh, no, she had been morning that day. And so then she was with Kay- Casey and all of them were, like, following them. And then when they finished up – then we were desperately trying to find, like, Casey and all the NLU um, crew – and well, um, I was going to add, that's one of my questions. Really did hard. you hang out with them? We did. We got, they had a little, their setup for their tournament sounded 
fucking awesome. Um, they played on Friday a tournament, and then everybody who played in the tournament, and then they had like a party at a brewery on Friday night, and then everybody who played in the tournament got tickets for the weekend to this like sick tent that had views of like three different holes, like two greens and a tea box. And it was really, really cool. Oh. So that was a fun. It was really like a true scene. party pavilion. Yeah, it was Our really goal. cool. Everyone was getting shushed the whole time. There was a lot of shushing Kiki, like the a lot. Shushing is a, mm. I think the shushing needs God, to be I its own that. category because it honestly was unbelievable. Couldn't breathe without someone. Yeah. In the, you. in their tent specifically every, or every, everywhere. No, everywhere like we'd be walking it was bad in the tent because like it would escalate and then like when they got shushed it would get so awkwardly quiet so it was like stupid uh but then everywhere Mm -hmm. too was just really crazy yeah i know i i really felt that at the u.s open i was like this is borderline insane like you cannot enjoy yourself yeah because so I wonder like what kind of training because it's all volunteers right so like the volunteers are the ones shushing you so like what in the training leads to this behavior because it seems to be across the board or like who puts the fear of yeah. God in the volunteers that they have to be right by, by right. the law for every single thing that they do if I was a volunteer I wouldn't give right. a shit yeah well they're all old first of all. Maybe maybe there's a propensity to shush in general. I feel like a lot of the volunteers, the ones I got to talk to were really, really, really nice Um, and really like thrilled and had a lot of like pride in the event actually too because they kept being like, yep, it's our first year. And they were really proud of that. And I thought that was really nice. Um, These aren't the shushers though. I didn't talk to any of the shushers. And then did you see that video that was trying to take (laughs) a video of Megan Kang swing in this little quiet? And I was like, you're now moving around. Like you are in her line of vision, and you're moving. Also, <laughs> worth noting, like slow. It was like was slow motion, dying laughing across. at that. And worth you're noting, kill me, and you're like, you gotta, like, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> there was no sound happening, though. There's also no sound. There was no one making noise. There was so quiet. It, it was insane. so quiet. Um, so yeah, that Biggest was. No, I know. I think we gotta. Maybe we got to get to the bottom of that somehow. I mean, I I noticed that a lot at the U.S. Open. It was like really affected the whole experience. Yeah, I just felt like I was but being yeah, yelled really, at all day. Yeah, and to like, I just feel like it's it makes it then everything weirder because when you have hundreds of people milling around, right? Like, there's always going to be a level of motion and sound going on, and so. Then right. it makes like any sound like stand out a lot more. Like if somebody like sneezes after everyone's been shushed, right? Like that type of thing. Whereas if there's just like a steady buzz and like people are talking and I don't know, it's just like it's a sporting event, you know? So I want to get some player perspectives on this, honestly. Cause I know yeah. that some people, yeah, cause like it's some like, caddies uh, get do very, they like, demand it? Stuff. Yeah. Right. Cause like obviously, you know, like it's up to them if they it. tell us like, well, whatever happened to Earl Woods, like jangling change in his pocket and swearing at Tiger, right? Like, did nobody else read that book and decide that's how No, Jen, we talk about that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, I feel Woods. like we bring and up Jen, Earl Woods' jangling Jen change talks. a lot. <laughs> and Jen talks all the time <laughs> while playing golf. It's to, to toughen you guys up. Exactly. It's to train us. So that someday when we're, when we're competing in the senior stuff, you know, you'll be yeah. able to handle it. All those crowds, which would be really funny. I was listening to the Aaliyah episode today and I was really cracking up. All of her, all of her competitive stuff, the competition. She really. So that was really good. Um, 
<laughs> so that was really good. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's what she said after everything. It was really uh, cute. Oh. So we haven't talked about cute. a lot of like the, the actual golf of the weekend, um, which I will I'll admit on Saturday, <laughs> we really the golf didn't really watch very much of it. So as we said, the, the trip is not about way more than the trip. It's about the atmosphere. It's about like seeing people. Yeah, I, wa- I, mean? I do want to know who you guys were watching though or following or saw. All right. Let's so, jump to Sunday then because that's the day that we really saw all the golf. On Saturday, yeah, we, Sunday we really... were getting our bearings. We were kind of spun around a lot. I totally Honestly, that, I would say yeah. made more friends with, uh, not not the volunteers, as you said, but like the, the door guy to the the clubhouse. Yeah, he was really cool. Was our, was our guy. He was great. Yeah, we the clubhouse like was gorgeous. Times. Yeah. We treated ourselves to the Very members' nice. lunch instead of just the media lunch because there was no discernible difference in the passes, So, um, which was delicious. <laughs> I roasted salmon, if you can believe it. Um, oh, it was a so that was lunch. really good. But I mean, it was it was actually like it was a pretty exciting tournament. And I think like a kind of cool leaderboard. What I was saying to Haley too is that like it was a lot of names, honestly, that I didn't recognize that were out there on the weekend. Like there was a lot of like kind of crazy cuts. Like Lexi got cut, Cupcho got cut, um, Minji got cut. You know, so yeah. and um, report yeah. from uh, Lauren was that you know obviously the softness I think impacted things for people. Um, I don't really know, like, I know that, like, that's, like, obviously like, harder to play in. The ball doesn't roll as much and everything, right? Um, but, like, what makes it that, like, some people play, like, better in, in soft conditions? I guess is it's kind a, of like, Is that a prompt for I think it's just, a piece of homework? Yeah, I think so. I think, is it maybe just, like, how that it's less consistent then? Like, you can be doing things and you might get, like, a mud ball and you might get, like, just like the wetness in different parts of the hole will like impact you. I don't really know. I'm just guessing. Maybe it's a maybe um, it's like a head that game that, too. Like maybe you just become a head case. Yeah. Well, on Sunday it was like torrential downpour, then like not raining, then drizzling, then sunny, then like torrential downpour again. So that was real whiplash with the weather. I can't imagine that that would have been like even just the logistics. Yeah. Of like getting an umbrella out, like putting on rain pants, like taking rain pants off, like whatever it may be would be probably really uh, weird. But, I mean, going into the day, it was a pretty exciting leaderboard. You had Maria Fossey, who hasn't won yet on tour and kind of hasn't followed up on, like, the expectations after the annual win, you know, but it's still, like, well-known. Also, just looks really cool. Like, the aviators and everything so and, like, the all-red outfit. Like, she's fucking cool. Um, and then, like, Ali Ewing, big fan. I think she's really – seems like a wonderful person in general. Seems like she's very, like – low key and um you know i can i can dip into her accolades too because i did a book report on her this week um because i feel like i, I can't really wait to hear about her yeah but then also you had megan kang on the leaderboard obviously would have liked to see that um you know pan out a little bit better she's, but i think she's I think it was just real tough out close there. marina was she's up there so too marina was, yeah, marina, marina was marina was up there marina was tied for fourth yeah she ended up t5 and she started out the day I want to say, I actually wrote this down because I was like, wow. She started out the day at 24th and she ended up T5. So that was really impressive. Wow. We really tried on fun sat- Sunday. We uh, actually on Saturday, we tried to find Marina too and like completely missed her. And then on Sunday, it was also, our heads were literally spinning because because of the weather, they bumped up all the tea times to be starting at 730 and they were pretty stacked like closely together. Oof. And they also s- sent people off on one and 10. 
So we were very confused, honestly, trying to find anybody. Yeah. And then with the routing as the additional kind of like confusion, it was really, it was tough out there. Where did you guys get the ponchos? They were free. We were in the merch tent. Yeah, we were in the merch (laughs) tent when the rain started. I think you should back up, Haley, because it actually was really funny when it started raining. So we get in. So to back up a little bit, we ended up parking not in the parking lot on Sunday because the parking lot was like 20 minutes away and you had to take a bus and everybody had to do it. So there was no like, you know, parking nearby. So we asked this police officer who's directing traffic um, where if there was anywhere closer that we could park, like those like just public. And he told us to park at this um, shut down Wendy's down the street. Um, we ended up pa- parking at church because the Wendy's was blocked off. So we walked up anyway. So that took like a little, you know, the tacked on, like you have your arrival time. And then, you know, that was probably like half hour later because we parked yeah. like a mile away and just walked. Um, so then we got in, we're like, oh shoot, we need to go to the merch tent. We didn't go yesterday. We go in there. It's not a quick trip. We're in there for maybe 25 minutes. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> well, like we, we're like halfway in, we learned it's and all then we look outside, off. it's torrential downpours. <laughs> It was 20% off everything in there. And there was actually Ooh, yeah. a lot of good stuff. Like they had like LPGA merchandise too. So it wasn't just. I saw Queen your City. LPGA hat. Ooh, oh, well, Kiki. you might have one yourself, actually. Ooh. We got you one. So I love that. Loved Merry it. Christmas. Yeah. Thank so you. you're going to, you can wear it. Happy um, back to school. So yeah, they had a lot of really good stuff. So yeah, happy you back can to school. wear it. <laughs> so you, next time I see you, you can wear it. <laughs> Put it right on. Um, and they're G4 too, which actually, should we get to our, um, our course gossip? Yeah. Some of our, some of our course friends that we met. One fascinating piece of course gossip that we learned was that the guy who founded G4, Massimo something, um, he doesn't currently own it. He like sold it years ago, but founder of G4 married to Lori Laughlin, AKA Operation Varsity Blues. Okay, um, I I knew this. Wait, because you knew that? Megan Lamoth told me. Megan Lamoth told me this. Damn, a um, long I mean, time like, ago. It's definitely public, but it's like I never put two and two together. I feel like that never wasn't really reported in anything golf related. I loved no. Operation Varsity Blues. That whole thing was crazy. <laughs> that was so nuts. Like it's really funny to think of people like photoshopping their kids into like rowing. You know, like, that's funny. Yeah. Wait, and what do you mean his daughter's an influencer? Yeah, she oh, is famous. one of the, like, you know, yeah, she, well, she went to USC, um, you know, off of, you know, pretending to be an athlete or something. And um, she is like an influencer. Like the first, I remember like when she first got to college, because it was just like news, actually, was it last year? The year before or something? I don't know. No, one I think it was, was like, the year before. I think it's like was three it? years ago. I think it was before. I, I, I don't know. I just remember COVID. seeing. I remember seeing her, like, influencer content, and I was just kind of like, this is so weird. Like, I just couldn't imagine doing that in college because it was like, this probably takes a lot of time. And people probably think she's really fucking weird. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, that girl um, from uh, Bama Rush, like, Kaylin, whatever, is at Fashion Week right now. So she's getting the last laugh on me saying that it's weird to do that in college. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Um, the other piece of gossip that was flying around was there was a lot of talk about Liv out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it seems like, I mean, people have been saying this anyway, but it seems inevitable that like something will happen, that there will be some sort of On the women's. thing. Yeah. There will be some sort of women's live 
Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how the LPGA reacts because like, they're not, they're going to have to work with them, honestly, I think. Right. Like they can't afford yeah. to, they're not going to be able to compete even close to it. And there's a lot less reason. They're going to just like, take everyone. Cause they're, yeah, you, yeah. They're, I mean, you can't make even close to that amount of money, even in a best case scenario, you know, well, even if you're winning right. every tournament, so it'll be interesting right. what the offer is. Yeah. But, um, our unnamed sources, and I think this is like widely known anyway, but was talking about the idea of like co-ed events, um, mm-hmm. more so than like female only events. So I feel like knowing mm. that it just feels like there will probably be a world where like both will exist. I think it's more like, what will the LPGA do? Will they take the PGA route and like strong arm all the girls or will they be more, you know, and lose though collaborative. Like I think that they they should be no, taking a lot of notes because like what that shows. I mean, you had so many guys being like, "I would never," and then the very next week being like, "So I'm off to live." <laughs> honestly, like, more right. time with my family. You're know, like, honestly, I want to spend more time with my family. And there was like a uh, like Instagram of Brooks like literally wearing like s- silver pants on a yacht this past week. It's like I'm trying to spend more time with my family. <laughs> Which it is his family, you know, it's just his wife. But, um, but yeah, it will just be, like, interesting to see what they do. I mean, one thing, okay, I was harping on this this weekend, too, is I feel like there's no – not I feel like there's no golf off-season. Off there's barely an off-season in golf. And I think that must be crazy for yeah, people who work it. on the tour and for players. And, like, just – like, I don't know. It was just weirding me out that, like, there was already kind of, like – the PGA tour never like stopped. You know what I mean? Like the tour championship happens and then there's an event like right. the next week and they're like just off to the races. It's like, well, it's also just, you, a, like, it's a chill. weird like closure sort of like, you know, wrapping up a season being reflective of like how you played or improved or, you know, whatever it was that season. It's just, it's an odd way to then just like jump right back into it. Yeah. 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 Like why can't they just merge multiple sponsors into like, you know, two events into one, basically roll them together. Like ones that are nearby, like even, I mean, they're new. I'm, I don't, they're not going to do any of this, by the way, this is a disclaimer that like, I'm not saying this is an actual thing. This is just like an idiot suggestion for like what I might like to see is that like, instead of having, mm-hmm. you know, the um, Palos Verdes open and the LA open back to back, like, why isn't that just one tournament? You know, like, I feel like there's a lot of areas where you could shrink things down a little bit and i get that it's more opportunities to play and more money like that's obviously just the point right but like i don't know i don't know it just seems like daunting honestly um let's do the alley ewing oh yeah fun facts talk about her win yes and then maybe wrap it up it was really cute honestly that she won like we um snuck up to um a, a like hospitality box basically um to watch the very very end because people were really clearing out so we kind of snuck up there and we're able to see the champagne and everything which i always love to see um but yeah i was just like very happy for her husband came out and gave her a hug um and yeah so here's some fun facts about her um she found out that she had type 1 diabetes right after she got her tour card um from the epson tour so that was Whoa. in yeah. So in 2016, and so right as she was becoming a professional golfer, she was like, you know, finding out that she had type one diabetes. And she said that obviously there's lots of great advances that like are really helpful and everything. So it's not, you know, 
too daunting, but that seemed like a very stressful, you know, situation. Um, so that yeah. was, that was something I learned. Um, she's a Scorpio. So she was born on October 25th, 1992 in Tupelo, Mississippi. And she grew up nearby in Mississippi and then went to Mississippi state. Um, she was also on, um, she won the state amateur twice in Mississippi. Um, she won five times in college and she was on the 2014 Curtis cup team that won, um, with other notable athletes, Allison Lee, Annie Park, Mariah Stackhouse, and Emma Talley. Um, and then wow. the losing team, the Great British um, Islands, Great British, Great Britain and the Isle, Islands, Isles, GB and I, whatever that ends up standing for. <laughs> um, Gemma Driver, Bronte Law, Steph Meadow, and Georgia Hall were on that losing team. Um, so when she started playing professional golf, also her her maiden name is McDonald. So she's going by Allie McDonald. And then in 2020, she got married and started going by Allie Ewing. So when she first started playing, actually the first time she won, which was at the um, drive-on championship in October 2020. So that was one of the events that they created. Um, during I the pandemic, remember her the winning tour. as right? Allie McDonald. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yes. I do. Yes. yes. When she first. It was, was, it was I, like, right when we event. started the pod. It was like yeah. the first couple of weeks of us starting the podcast. We talked about it. Yeah. October. Yeah. Did we talk about it? We talked yes. about Allie McDonald. Yeah. So that, that is, honestly, that's a confusing part of women's golf, the the name change that occurs sometimes. Yeah. Confusing part of, honestly, life when life. women's names yeah. change. Well, Lauren's a great example of that because I feel like we used to call her Lauren Pond, but then she had her, you know, professional name maintained Coughlin. You know, and then I know a lot of Coughlin's, but I feel like a lot of the NLU guys say Coughlin, but I know people with that last name that I've always said Coughlin. So yeah. something to something to check in on, actually. I'm um, going to follow up with her. Um, so, yeah, she turned pro in 2015. So she played um, on the Symmetra Tour. She was runner up four times and then she finished second on the money list. So she got full time LPGA status. Um, and OK. Obviously, in the vein of Solheim obsession, and I'm already getting Solheim fever. Um, and we, yeah, we got to plan our somebody trip. at the tournament that we were planning a trip there. So we now are. we have to. Um, so in 2019, it Stacy Lewis, her back injury, like an old back injury, flared up um, like a week before um, the tournament at Glen Eagles, and so she had to withdraw. And so then um, Allie got called up to play, like with a week to go, and um, Actually, it seems like she kind of should have been on the team anyway because she was only one outside of getting it automatically. She's one spot away. Stacy had been a captain's pick, and obviously she's like kind of like Miss Solheim. Like she, I think, has a really good record and just, you know, is obviously like a veteran. But that was cool that she got that Allie got called up. Um, and then we saw her again uh, last year. And right now she is. Let's see, where is she in the Solheim points? So she, this was her first top 10 of the year, which I was kind of surprised at because I feel, mm. I feel, I when I was looking through, like she hasn't had any top 10s this year. She had like four cuts. Um, and then like, you know, she's kind of been middling around, I would say this season, but because she was a Solheim player, I just kind of assumed that she was good. And I mean, she's still 30th in the race to the CME this year. So like it's doesn't that is that just all surprising? Like I feel like the numbers like yeah. aren't yeah. numbering. They weren't like making sense really, like all the rankings. Um, 
She also, she won last year. I don't know if that like still counts, but she's 30th in the CME points and then 31st in the Rolex rankings, which I know are a mystery to, to all. Um, so yeah. And then her other win last year was the match play in Vegas. Um, remember when it was like so, so, so hot right before the U S women's open. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was like, everybody was like sweating so much. And like, she played like completely full rounds. Like in the final round, she beat Sophia Popov like two and one. So that means they played the whole course basically. Oh, as yeah, we know, memory. as we know from our, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, wait, I didn't remember that. No, I, I'm saying I a good down. memory of like how match play works and what. Oh, okay. I, I did think Very that was good. notable enough to write down because that's the whole, that means you played a lot, you know? Um, so this yeah. win bumped her from 70 seconds before this week, she was 72nd on the race to the CME, which would have meant that she would not make it to the tour championship if it were tomorrow, but now she's 30th. So this will give her a nice cushion. She'll probably make it in, which is great. Wow. That's awesome. So that's pretty much great job. That's Jen. pretty much a book report. Yeah. Great. And then job. one other interesting fact, because then I was looking at people's rankings, um, like, you know, and on the um, results, it will tell you like where they were before this week and then where they are now. And if Brooke Henderson won, she would have been first, I think, in the world because she's currently second. Wow. She's second? So I think that like her points and everything, I think, let me actually, I might as well just check on this since uh, race to the, let's see what the standings are right now. Season standings. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Minji right now is is number one in the race to the CME. So she has 2,500 points thereabouts. Um, Brooke is number two with 2,400. So she definitely would have gotten, I don't know how many points are awarded, but she would have definitely been up there. Lydia Ko did not play this weekend, right? I don't think so. I never saw her name. I don't think she was even entered. Cup Trail was fourth. She got cut. Um, Inji Chun, I don't think, appeared either. Atia Tidakul, Nasa. Oh my god, I said nice shot, Nasa, to her. And she was like, She's Thanks. a lot smaller than I thought she was. She's teeny tiny. She's really small. Like, what does that and, mean? I mean, you're both very tall, so what does that so mean? So everyone is teeny five, tiny. Four? Yeah, little. Yeah, everybody is small to us, but she was especially small. She was like, yeah. And the four. outro song tonight. She was playing with Lauren on Sunday. Short people. Short people? <laughs> Do you think we'll be offended? No, we can't do it. It's Kiki, not. Have you ever heard this song? I don't think so. It is my awful. um my uncle Pat, who's autistic, is really obsessed with it. It's a song by Randy <laughs> Newman, and he requests it. He'll ask to play it. It is you got it. It's got to be the outro song. Now. When you hear it, you're going to be pretty surprised. I think life. everybody's going to be surprised. Were you I'm playing sh- it this weekend? No, Jen sent it to me a couple no. of weeks ago, and I've been listening to it a ton lately. <laughs> As a result. Apropos of nothing, I it's, was just kind of like, I think you'll like this. It is kind of catchy. It's so catchy. I've been playing it for no in the mornings. Um, but no, it's it's a really it's a it's not a good song. It's it's mean. It's not nice. And I it's don't very know. Very mean. It's very mean to short people. I want to it's negotiation. Disclaimer over it must disclaimer, be the, the song, the outro songs do not reflect our thoughts. Yes, exactly. On anything. unless they Fair. do. Except for the times they do. Um, so we're back on our regular schedule now. Kiki, will you give us one high and one low of the wedding? Actually, maybe just one high. 
I was going to say, or just one low, um, because there was a, there was a low, there was one oh. single low. I was thinking about this, and I actually asked Greg if it was inappropriate to say on the podcast, and he didn't think so. So, okay, okay. <laughs> five <laughs> minutes before the ceremony, walking down the aisle, truly three fifty-five, things starts at four. We were running late. Sydney left her veil on the bus. Her mom whipped around to go get the veil, tripped down a step and split her whole entire dress wide open, zipper broke all the entire thing down the back. What? <laughs> yes. And what did you everyone do? is flipping out like what? beyond repair. <gasps> yes. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And so the event planner had a whole box of safety pins because there are yeah. wardrobe emergencies all the time, I would imagine. But Sydney's youngest sister just like safety pinned it like pretty haphazardly, honestly, because we had a few short minutes to do it up. And like Sydney was panicking and we were just like, it looks fine. No one could tell. No one could tell, whatever. And then when she got back to the house, then we got a sewing kit and they sewed it onto her so she couldn't like go to the bathroom or anything. It was like sewed fully onto her and she wore it the whole time. And But yeah, that was truthfully very stressful because we were like trying to like get the zipper back on track and like it's like a gown zipper. Like it's not like a jacket zipper where you could just like find the end of it and like re-zipper it on. It was – very, very stressful. So that was probably the low. That was the low. Um, there were so many highs. There were so many highs. Like that was really literally the only. That's good. Even like remotely stressful thing that happened. And it wasn't like it was Sydney that it happened to. Like it was yeah. her mom, which sucked. But like it wasn't it wasn't her. I you thought know? you were going to say she split um, her head open. It was I like, thought, no, I thought no, no, no. I was no, getting no, ready no, for no. forehead. That That I wouldn't. Maybe say on the live podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With our live studio audience. Um, our live studio audience. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was just great. Them being uh rode in on a horse and carriage was a surprise to everybody from her uncle. So it was shocking. We were all like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the eye. That's Where were they coming eye. from? That like it was a surprise for everyone. Like, how were they supposed to ride in? Because they left the church like on their own, actually in my mom's car. And then they were just going to drive back to the thing. And then we were all on the bus. And so then at the entrance to the property, they got like dropped off in the car and like got into this carriage and were like waiting there when the bus came in and then rode down the property lane and like showed up to the cocktail hour like out of the horse and carriage and everyone was like whoa love that that move that's amazing yeah there's a video of it jen that i'll show to you oh Um, i must see this yeah that i mean that might have been one of the highs because it was just the true start of the party you know like that moment when they got off the carriage (laughs) wow um yeah it was great really just great after party was rambunctious. Very late. Was anyone playing pool? I can imagine. Yes. Lots of pool going on. 
The whole barn was set up for the after party, and my dad made individual bottles of apple moonshine homemade that he made in our garage. <laughs> your dad's ridiculous. Your dad's making moonshine in the garage now. Well, like apple yep. moonshine. <laughs> yep, it was like <laughs> mixed How was with. It? Um, it was great. It was really good, and it was like put into these little. I have a picture of it. We put into these little like syrup, maple syrup bottles. They actually were old maple syrup bottles that the moonshine was in, and then there was like stickers for the front and the back that was like the wedding like little decoration and then the back was like the ingredients that it was on and it was like oh, I forget wow. exactly what I said but yeah it was oh, really very cute. thorough putting and the so, ingredients on there very thoughtful I know um and so and those were like the little party favors those yeah. were like the little like gifts that everybody got so um yeah everybody was just slamming those down in the barn <laughs> playing pool and dancing there's a dj it was great it was really great really really fun i have a quick question how many people are gonna be at your guys weddings we were talking about those this weekend like like 260 that's the weird thing is you don't know how many (laughs) people actually will come 275 that's the invites yeah invites is is big but there are a lot of people that no, like that, you just that, assume. That's what like, you're aiming for. You're my mom inviting made a, a list lot people that are like, they're too old. You're yeah, inviting yeah, you more invite, than 280. Inviting like 325 <laughs> people or something. And growing. And the list is wow. growing. I keep remembering people and being like, oh my God. I almost forgot. I, I'm trying to keep it under 200. Like probably invite 250, but aim for something under 200. I am very, very, mm-hmm. very adamant about not having to meet anyone new on my wedding day. And so oh, I yeah. don't want it to be too no far strangers. flung of like no strangers. Yeah. And I also just don't want to feel like I have to like say hi to everyone, and like waste time. Yeah. Doing yeah. That. How many were, yeah. were at? Sorry. Hit, well, 225 were there. Okay. That's, That's a lot. It was big. It felt, yeah. felt huge. Yeah. yeah. It, and they're the first was. of their friends it getting was. married too, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So oh, sweet. they went to college that, together. But it was a lot of my parents' friends. <laughs> but they're lot. pretty fun. Pretty fun people. Yeah. I mean, it was great, but they know how to party. Was, that was a lot of <laughs> yeah. weekend party. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, um, but Haley, what my, was your question? My question was for the reception because I know they had a big tent out on the lawn. Is that where dinner and dancing was, and the after party was in the yeah. barn? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So the barn was kind of like right. It was like up a hill a little bit. So the property is a barn. That's like not a barn. It's like completely all redone and restored. It's like the whole property is very restoration hardware. Wow. Like elite Sheesh. rustic design. The the house. So it's like a main house, the barn, and then a little guest cottage. Those are the only like three structures. But the main house is four or five bedrooms and has a huge pool in the back and yeah. that's like where the whole cocktail wow. hour was you guys would die at this house it was not an inch of the wall is bare with these like the coolest art everywhere very wow. very 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 cool home and then yeah then and then the tent was kind of like right next to the barn so the tent was where yeah, the dance floor, the band, all the dinner tables were set up. And then underneath the barn was where all the caterers were. So it was like almost like a garage kind of like underneath it. 
And then that's where they had like all the designer porta potties. And then Ooh. in the barn was just this like big bourbon bar that they had set up the pool table. Wow. And then that's where they had the DJ for the after party. Wow. Yeah, it was sick. It was so great. Fun. Oh, that sounds really, really, really cool. Yeah. Wow. Damn, wish we were there. Yeah. I'm so sorry that we had to I say know. no to the wedding I'm so we could go to the Queen City Championship. <laughs> Um, if only the schedule had worked out better uh, <laughs> our self-inflicted schedule but yeah you oh. know looking forward to being back on a regular recurring Routine. recording with you guys yeah. well yeah. the other thing yeah. um in in the uh spirit of recurring we do we need to finish up with our our newest segment which is golfer of the week um so everybody gets to pick a golfer of, of the week I actually think I just switched mine because up until a moment ago, I was going to say that Maria Fossey was my golf of the week because she kind of, you know, she, she showed us what she's capable of. And I think that hopefully you see more of that, but I'm going to change it. Actually, I'm going to say that Sydney Gruder is the golf of the week this week. <laughs> because it was her wow. wedding. So, I will tell her that. that and this is, wedding. this can be the first and award that she got golf now. as a Gruder. Yeah. She's a golfer now. Too. Okay. Yeah, so she loves golf. golf. She loves golf. I love that. Your new sister. She will love that. My new <laughs> sister. My only sister. Yeah. I know. I know. It's exciting. This isn't my golfer of the week, but I just remembered um, that Tron wanted us to troll the queen a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't have any reason to, to troll say about the queen. her at this point. Well, I was gonna give her my golf of the week, but not really. <laughs> I do. I think that I think he's kind of dumb the whole thing. I don't know. I mean, like I know people are really into the monarchy. I'm just not. So like, well, I, I, I don't, don't think we need to be. Bitch, we're not. But... We're not British. Like I think if we grew up with it, like it'd be a different story. But like, we're not British. So like, yeah. why would we go? Like why would we care? Yeah, the way that they and do. I think yeah. a lot of people like like you know even like I mean geez, let's just get in a role here with speaking ill of the dead, but like. So what is what was it that people were obsessed with Diana about? Like she wore good clothes. I think she's just she like, like a fame. Jen, commoner. You you of all people who are you're absolutely obsessed with celebrities are <laughs> doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> to be calling out Diana is insane. It is. I'm not calling her out. I'm, I'm with truly, Haley. You're calling I'm truly her out. asking. What about her was. Like because I know, think she's like a very refreshing face for the monarchy. I feel like she was yeah. like like oh, young at and that fresh time. and hip and like she's like a super hands on mom. She did dress really well. And like was just like a very personable down to oh the hands on mom thing. I forgot. I forgot about all that <laughs> stuff. Okay, that's no. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with her. It's just like what you know. I just forgot what the big hullabaloo well, was. She I died think there's when also, were really young. No, I think there's yeah, more hullabaloo because she also died. And she died in like a very right. controversial yeah. manner, and it was like a very no, but I like, think, tabloid I think scandal. The, all the hullabaloo was peak when she died. The, she, like people were fanatic about her. Yeah, I used to think that her and Mother Teresa and JFK Jr. all died in the same car accident because they died like around the same year in my head. But I don't know if that's even true. But I was pretty sure they all died like <laughs> in the same thing. They're probably all together somewhere. Which that would have been a story. Yeah, they might be. So yeah, I'm not I'm not shitting on Princess Diana. I'm shitting on the Queen. Um, You're welcome, Tron. Yeah. So down. there we have it. That's all we, that's the best we can do. Accidentally shit on Princess Diana instead. No, she's fine. She, I I don't have a problem with her. 
I never had a problem with her. Um, wait, so who's your golfer of the week then, Haley? <laughs> um, the queen? Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what came to my mind, but I was like, not. she's not my golfer. Um, also, she didn't even play golf. No, I know. That's why she's... No, but like she should have, though. Imagine being, I'm being sure the queen of England and being able to... I'm sure whatever. she's hit a golf club in her life. Mm, I don't know. Very into proper things, though, you know? So... Golf is very proper, Jen. Mm, not not if you're not even allowed to wear pants. <laughs> she, like, didn't wear pants ever. I'm making that up. I have no idea. That's not based on anything. Do you have a golf of the week or what? <laughs> I don't really have a golf I was, like, excited about. What? Well, I was just going to say, since Megan Kang was so close and we talked about her last week, and I really just think she's really about to win. I really do. So I'm going to Maybe pick she'll her. win the CME championship. She'll win $2 million. That'd, That'd be, be so sick. sick. Right? Okay. That'd be so awesome. My golfer is Marina because okay. she was closer. She was tied for fourth. And in the middle of the round, we ran into her. And she's like going into her next hole, stopped and gave us hugs. Like while she was playing. So she's my golfer of the week. And? When we finally found her after searching for her all day, <laughs> literally we told so many people, we're like, we're looking for Marina. <laughs> and we just couldn't find she's her, on her at all. She's on the last one. It was really embarrassing. She was all, finally got her. We're like, okay, we'll at least be able to get, like, pick her up on 16. But the sign guy messed up and she was on 18. Um, but she looks like she's having a blast. She was eating beef jerky and she was, like, laughing and, um, you know, smiling and stuff. So I think that she had a great weekend. Um, so that's a good one. Um, okay. So anything else you'd like to say? See you next week. Add? Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And um, as a reminder, we're not doing any events anymore, so we won't have to do like announcements or anything like that. Ooh, but there might be something really exciting. Maybe not anymore, but just not for a little. No, no, no. We're not just not for the um, you know, f- for the not for the fall. foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah, this this semester. No events yeah. this semester. Okay. Um, anyway, um, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Thanks for um, just being out there. You're in for a real treat this week. We can't tell you what it is because we're not actually sure if it's going to happen. But just uh, eyes on this space. Uh, watch the internet, etc. cetera. Um, all right. So without further ado, hang loose, swing easy. And here is Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
Obrigado.